My name is Jeff Bingham. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I have a question regarding the manufactured housing industry. Uh, what is your outlook on demand uh, for the industry and correspondingly, uh, in your opinion, will lending increase in a meaningful way over the next few years? And are the homes priced uh, attractively uh, relative to uh, competitive products like stick-built housing? Uh, and apartments in the face of uh, continued site rent increases at the community level and uh, in some cases re uh, lenders requiring shorter maturities on mortgages. Yeah. It's been kind of an interesting history on manufactured housing. If you go back, you have to go back 30 or 40 years, 40 years I think almost, to have fine volume as low as it's been in the last couple of years. Uh, and the houses are better than, by far better than they were then. There have been years when 20% of the housing, the new housing product in the United States was manufactured housing, one out of every five. Last year, leaving out FEMA demand, you know, we were bumping along for the third year, I believe, just a t tiny bit over the 130,000 level, you know, which is like six or 7%, probably 7% of, of, of new housing starts. So the percentage of the total new housing stock that has been manufactured housing in recent years has really been very low, while the houses are better, considerably better quality uh, than in uh, the, the earlier years. Uh, you can look at the house, we've got two houses out there on the exhibition floor, around $45 a square foot, you know, that, that's good value. There's a lot of resistance <clears throat> through local zoning laws and that sort of thing, by the local builders to uh, the influx of manufactured housing. <clears throat> We've made progress on that in some areas. We're actually developing subdivisions uh, in that business. The houses were missold four or five years ago in huge quantity because you had manufactured housing retailers selling the properties, <clears throat> getting any kind of a down payment taking the loans, selling to people that we shouldn't be buying them, taking the loans, securitizing them, so somebody in some insurance company someplace or lost significant sums of money. So you had really an abuse of credit <clears throat> in the field, and there's a hangover from that. And it's taken a long time for that hangover to work its way through. Um, I think Clayton Homes, which we own, has done a terrific job in both the financing. They should be financed on shorter terms, incidentally. I'm, I'm, if you put them on owned land, that's one thing, but, if, uh, but financing them for 30 years, in my view, was a mistake. <clears throat> but the terms got very lax for a while, and uh, you know, we're bearing the, uh, the consequences of that now. But I think the market will get bigger, but I do not think it will get bigger this year. I, I see a year that, counting some FEMA demand, and, uh, and some hurricane-induced demand, and maybe 150,000 units, 145,000 units. And by industry standards, that's, that's down a lot. Now, the number of plants is down a lot, and the number of retailers are down a lot. Clayton's position is, is very strong, and their, their record is so much better than anybody in the industry that you have to look very hard to find number two. Charlie? Yeah, you asked about stick-built housing and how competitive it was. That's been one of the troubles of the manufactured housing game. Stick-built housing 
has gotten so efficient, but there the system is aided greatly by Berkshire's subsidiary, MyTech. So, uh, and stick-built housing is, is amazingly efficient when it's done in big quantity with systems like MyTech provides. And if it weren't for that, there'd be a lot more manufactured housing. Personally, I think manufactured housing is going to get a lot better and take a lot more of the market. It may take a considerable period, but that is so logical that I think it will eventually happen. Yeah, somewhere down the road, you would expect 200,000 plus units for the industry, but, but I don't think you'll see it in the next, next year or two. It, uh, the, the industry has to think through, and they have, they've made a lot of progress on this, but they have to think through what's the logical way of financing these things and what's the way to make sure that the person who buys it you know, really has an asset that's in excess of their of, of loan value five and ten years down the road. And, no, and really very little consideration was given to that uh, five years ago. It was just a question to put together the paper, sell it in Wall Street, and let somebody else worry about it later on. Clayton did a way better job than other companies in that respect, but those were the industry conditions. Uh, uh, that existed then. I think, but I think Clayton will be, Clayton could easily be the largest home builder uh, in the United States in, 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 in future years because that we will be a big part of an industry that, as Charlie says, should be doing more volume. I also think that some of the sin that was in the manufactured housing finance a few years ago has shifted into the finance of the stick-built houses. There is a lot of ridiculous credit being extended in America in the housing field. And uh, it had a horrible aftermath in the manufactured housing sector. And my guess is there'll be some trouble in the stick belt sector in due course. Well, dumb, lend dumb lending always has its consequences, and usually on a big scale because you don't see it for quite a while. So, therefore, it's it's like a disease that doesn't manifest itself for, you know, a few weeks. And, and uh, you can have an epidemic of something like that. And, and what, by the time you know you have an epidemic, you're, you're very well into it. Well, that's what happens in, in dumb financing. And, and you had that, you periodically get it. But you certainly had it in commercial financing in the 80s. And you had the RTC and the savings and loan crisis and all of that because literally one dumb project was put up after another. A, a developer will develop anything he can borrow the money against. You know, I mean, that, it's it's that simple. And and when the when the inst lending institutions pour the money out for something, it will get built. And that happened in manufacturing housing. It happened in commercial real estate in the 80s. I think it's happened in in uh, conventional housing here in recent years. And if you look at the 10 Qs that are getting filed for the first quarter of some lending institutions and, and, and the 10Ks that were last year, and you look at the, the balances increasing on loans for interest that's accrued but was not paid because people had adjustable mortgages, but they were only adjustable so far, but the lending institutions are taking in the income as if, the, as if it were paid, uh, you'll see some very interesting statistics. Yes, and some of this dumb lending is being facilitated by contemptible accounting. The accounting profession has not stopped compromising its way into terrible behavior. 
Our auditing bill just went up. Number 12. <laughs> <laughs> 